Hey, this is Ashley, a member of Mantle City Club located in Fondren. Join and receive 24-7 access at $20 for the first two months and $75 each month after. Private offices are $450 a month for the first six months of 2020. Get 10% off when you shop, work out, and eat locally using the City Club app. Use the code 2003 and get your first month free. You're welcome. For more information and the tour of Mantle, visit www.mantlecityclub.com transplants. Welcome back to Jackson Transplants, the welcome committee for transplants. Jacksonians welcome, but not necessary. In this episode, we speak to Ryan Weary, a.k.a. Donche, beat maker and podcaster from Mendenhall, Mississippi. This is episode 50. Who knew this trash would still be around? <laughs> so it's been a while. I ditched you guys for Mardi Gras, which I had on my calendar, and then I changed my mind, said I wouldn't go, and at the last minute, I said I would go. And I did. Me and my toddler went down there. Uh, we had a ladies' trip, and we ditched my husband. Um, I went to specifically see, oh, well, my family was in town, so of course for them, because it's a real holiday for us. It's not just Tuesday like it is out here. Um, but I uh, went down there to see my family. I also got to see the baby dolls, which is a crew I'm interested in joining um, once I'm done with school. If you want to see some of that footage, you can go to my Instagram at Ash, A-S-H-E, the creative. Um, yeah, so we had fun, ate terrible food, had my kid in a bar. Um, a ton of debauchery, <laughs> stuff you guys would not approve of. And sis uh, barely survived. She was dragging for like the next two days after. She's not about this life. She's very much so a Jacksonian. Very disappointing. So I hope she can do better next year. Because <laughs> I'm like, girl, you just had one taste of Mardi Gras. Like, you know, Mardi Gras is for weeks. It's like if you can't handle one day, like seriously, it's not very, you know, I know she was born in Jackson and you know, her dad is part Houston, part Jackson, but she should have the night ward somewhere in her. So I just really expected for her to do better, but. <laughs> so, uh, but you know, like for the longest, and I talked to Melvin about this, we had a little group chat. I wanted to do something here um, kind of mixing all of the carnivals, um, including my friends who are from the, Caribbean, but I just feel like I just not want to, sometimes I just want to go somewhere and not have to create it, so don't jack my idea, but yeah, so that's why I just made a decision to go home, but yeah, so we're back, um, and we're dragging, so uh, <laughs> do not judge us in this episode, um, yeah, so hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm glad to have you here. Oh, I'm glad to be here. Okay, cool. So you're from down the street, not too far. Yeah, yeah it's from the small city of Mendenhall, Mississippi. Oops, I hope you guys didn't hear that. <laughs> hey, we're in podcast world, you know. 
Look at anything is wet. No, no, like, nah, I'm keeping that. But no, nah, um, yeah, I'm from Minnehaha, Mississippi. How far is that from here? I wasn't paying attention. Uh, it's I was about my... 30, 30 minutes. Oh, okay, here. that's not far yeah. at all. Yeah. Yeah, I was like texting when we were on our way down uh, there. So I can pay attention. It's all to the good, man. I love Minnehaha. Um, I love my people and my family down there, but yeah. Mendenhall will probably never see me live there. Ever yeah. Again. I've, Is it in get, Hines County? No, it's in Simpson. Okay. In Simpson County. How's the food out there? Just curious. Food is good. And okay. it's mostly, I feel like, I think a lot of people kind of migrated to the um, Simpson County area from mm-hmm. other places. And so you get a lot of different um uh, backgrounds of food that comes into that, mm-hmm. and so um, my aunties personally probably supplied, flooded the block with uh, all types of good food. Okay. Uh, my aunt Erlene, who moved, finally you know moved from Pinola up to Florence, so she's still not too far away, mm-hmm. but she's probably flooded the block with all types of dumplings and uh okay. and uh that's really her specialty chicken and dumplings okay nobody else makes it nobody else makes the dressing it's only her so okay Achille told me to ask you that i wasn't sure why but i just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's, it's it's uh it's, it's some good food down there and, yeah uh, i'll i'll try to have my aunt arlene you know fix him a place so, okay okay you know. um so you know, we were talking before we started recording. So you came up to Jackson fairly often, really. Mm-hmm. So what made you like come out here versus going anywhere else? Because you said you went to Bellhaven, right? Yeah, I went to Bellhaven for college. Um, I think most of it um, was due to my parents. Okay. So uh, my just a little background. Uh, my father is from Pine, well, from uh, D'Lo Braxton area. Okay. And so, uh, when he was a young young man, uh, he had joined the church. He knew that he wanted to be a part of that, mm-hmm. but the church at that point re- really wasn't preaching, you know, the teaching of Christ. It was like the join the church, mm-hmm. you know, become an usher, mm-hmm. do these different things or whatnot. And so Dr. Perkins um, was doing tent ministries during that time. Mm-hmm. And so as a young man, he got saved there. And so before the concept of CCDA um, came about, which is Christian Community Development, mm-hmm. CCD, I'm sorry, before that came about, one of the um, staples of that was um, training up people in mm-hmm. the community, sending them out to get education. And instead of those people, young people getting lost to, you know, moving somewhere else where it might be better, mm-hmm. trying to invest in them to come back and do, make a difference in their own community. So the opposite of me, because I was like, <laughs> I need to go somewhere where my mom can't tell me what to do. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> but that's, it, it, was, it was harder in application. So to kind of speed it up, um, my dad came back, um, got involved with a ministry down in Mendenhall. Mm-hmm. And so he was the president of that ministry for about 27 years. Mm-hmm. Um, did a whole lot. Um, we were talking before um, we started recording about how at that time it was very, very healthy. Yeah. And so because of that, people from the surrounding communities came to Mendenhall. Mm-hmm. So that little old, you know, ministry for vacation Bible school for um, a lot of the programs that they were running at that time. Was it actually fun? It was. It was fun. 
I think I had fun too it was growing good. up. I like, think so. I don't know, but it was. <laughs> I went through a stage and I was like, oh, I just really don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah, contrary to popular belief, vacation Bible school, at least for us, because we had. Well, I know the food was good. I don't know about. Yeah. <laughs> vacation Bible school always had really good food, but definitely, yeah. Definitely. And so people came in, and, you know, there were so many different programs running it at, at that time. And uh, so it was really popping. But I say, I'll just say, um, he ended up leaving that situation mm-hmm. and uh, becoming a part of an organization called Mission Mississippi. Okay. Based out of Jackson. And so uh, at that time, he was going back and forth from Mendenhall to Jackson, mm-hmm. and it became too taxing on him. And so we decided to, um, he decided to move us to Richland, mm-hmm. which is sort of the midway point, or kind of, sort of. Yeah. And um, because of that, I was thrown deeply more into Jackson than okay. any other area. Like, we didn't fool Richland quite that heavy, but yeah. Jackson, um, the churches, the mm-hmm. youth, that's how I met pretty much everybody that I rock with today. Is Did from, you not fool with them heavy because they are terrible drivers in Rankin County or just... Uh, <laughs> all of the above. All of the above. Like, you know, shouts out to my people that I love and, you know, <laughs> rock with in, in Rankin County, but the, the they know. That's why sorry. They know. <laughs> Look, I don't have to apologize. They know. They'll be like, yeah, we feel you, Doc. Yeah. So let me <laughs> let me ask you a question, mm-hmm. um, pivoting just a little bit. How did you get involved in music? Because well, okay. you consider yourself a beat maker. So mm-hmm. what exactly do you mean? What does that mean? And how did you get involved in that? Gotcha. Well, um, beat making really originated. I think all of it originated from... Um, my siblings, my mm-hmm. older siblings, um, uh, my brother who passed back in 04, um, he was 11 years older than me, and my sister's 13 years older than me, and they really influenced my music. And mm-hmm. so I was one of those kids, I, I could pick out melodies, mm-hmm. and we had a piano, so I would go to the piano, and while they're having fun bumping music, I would figure it out and start playing it for them. Oh, wow. And they were cheering me on, like, yeah. oh, I'm playing like. Prince songs when yeah. younger, Michael Jackson, Billy Ocean songs. Mm-hmm. So um, I really enjoyed music. And so my mother tried with the other two to get them to learn piano because she wanted them playing in the church. Yeah. So of course it came down to me and I really didn't like the you know, sitting down really and, boring. Sorry, Dad, because I quit as well. <laughs> really, you know what? Isn't it? It can be fun, but the thing of it is, you know. Shout out to Miss Whitley. She taught me, but they were trying to teach me like old, like hymnal style. Oh yeah. Piano. You know the red books at the church. Yeah. The joint, <laughs> you know. Oh my gosh, I hadn't heard of those. <laughs> In so long. Turn to page two fifty one as yeah, we sing. Yeah, yeah. Blessed be the name. Yeah. The like, no, I don't. I, I need at least j- something jazzy, something more whatever. Yeah. But it was a foundation. Yeah. And from that, I kind of took that and ran with it, and uh, to the beat making side. So, my friend uh, Bryston, who me and him were close friends, mm-hmm. we both kind of loved hip hop. Mm-hmm. He was the first person that I saw. Hey, wait, pause. Mm-hmm. So you growing up in this uh, Christian community development household, mm-hmm. how are you listening Ooh. to hip hop? Okay. How did you sneak and do that? Okay. <laughs> so, it, <laughs> so it was covert, but at the same time, at that point in history, um, 
the radio was not quite as wide open as it is now. Mm -hmm. Like there was stuff that was played on the radio that was wild, but for the most part, they allowed me to listen on the radio. That's good. Mom, Mom, did you hear that? Okay. (laughs) I didn't get to, well, technically I was not supposed to be listening to secular Mm -hmm. music, but you know. Well, shout out to my brother. My brother was the plug. Yeah. He had one of those um, cases that had tapes upon tapes and then Mm -hmm. CDs on top of CDs. So thanks to him, really, Mm -hmm. more so than my sister. My sister, you know, she put me on R&B, but he's the one that had me listening to everybody from No Limit to Mm -hmm. Nas to... Mm -hmm. Beastie Boys, all this like randomness. Mm-hmm. He had me on that, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in the house, we didn't just quite bump it because we didn't want to hear my yeah. mom would come in. <laughs> Love her to death. But she, <laughs> she was more strict than my dad. Yeah, my mom was as well. But mm-hmm. yeah, just did it behind her back. It's hey, funny. mom. <laughs> um, so yeah, so when did you start? I guess what is your style? Of beat making, and then when did you start, I guess, doing it for other people? Gotcha. When did you feel confident enough to say, hey, yeah? All right. Uh, So, like I said, I started following into it um, when I saw my friend Bryson. He had a keyboard Mm -hmm. that allowed you to sequence a little bit. It was still a Casio keyboard, but it was enough that I was like, oh, I can make my own beats. So... I piecemeal together stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't, okay. We'll, we'll keep talking. I'm not going. But I piecemeal stuff together. So uh, I had a Casio keyboard. I had a drum machine that I found in the papers mm-hmm. somebody was selling. When I left Jackson Prep, and I know we, we're skipping around, but I went to Jackson Prep for two years. Mm-hmm. It was an interesting situation. <laughs> I had fun. But it was very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. But they gifted me with, like, a karaoke machine. Oh, okay. And so I started there. Mm-hmm. And I developed my style really um, based on who I really loved mm-hmm. listening to. And at that time, um, the end-all, be-all of, like, producers, well, it was really three p- producers. It was Timbaland. It was uh, Manny Fresh. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, DJ Paul. Okay. Well, DJ Paul, Juicy J. Um, because those are the three styles that I really lend it to. Mm-hmm. But I also loved the premiere and that type of thing. And so it really wasn't until fast forward after I get FL Studio and get into it that um, I started feeling decent about my music about yeah. 06, 07. Okay. Before then, like all my beats So were you were doing it at for a while then. Yeah, I was yeah. doing it for a while, just kind of dibbling and dabbling. Yeah. But it wasn't until 2006, 2007, I was like, room, MySpace was popping. Yeah. I had a MySpace music page. Oh, yeah. I had like a little... <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I had... Well, no. It wasn't music I produced, but I had okay. like a little song that would play, mm-hmm. my little profile picture. I had like Dior and all the other stuff. <laughs> just <laughs> shameful. <sighs> But yeah, <laughs> hey, that was the times. Man. Yeah, Kids, man, people don't. We were doing real life coding, man, in real life. Truly, like if you wanted to have a decent looking page, like you really had to go and look and find out how to scale pictures down. Yeah, how to make it do all the stuff in the background. But um, 
Yeah, really, it's funny because I didn't really start getting super duper serious about music until after Jay Dilla passed. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I had heard a lot of his music, yeah. but I didn't know it, he was Jay Dilla yeah. before that point. And it really took the beat, you know, the producers around me to kind of put me on him mm-hmm. because I was a big Knife Wonder fan. Okay. I am somewhat of a fan, not yeah. big, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I was big, bigger than probably I would have been because of he was using FL Studio and mm-hmm. he was um, validating it because at the time people were so big on you have to have hardware, you have to pay thousands of dollars to yeah. make good music, and people were really mad that you, they were taking a ninety dollar program and yeah. getting really paid off of yeah. it. Yeah, so all of that influenced my style, and I guess my style is. Because of all the stuff I said, it's a mixture between trap and like boom bap. Okay. That's where I kind of lay. Okay. All right. We'll take a break here. Jackson, Mississippi's only alternative culture shop, Offbeat, is your one stop shop for comics, records, and designer toys. Located in the heart of Midtown and black owned and geek operated, this store is home to the best alternative artists. Visit Offbeat today at offbeatjackson.com for more info. So we're going to go to skip around a little bit. We're going to go to your podcast. You only have one podcast, right? Yeah, or are you yeah, like Robert? Yeah. Robert no, has no. like 84 podcasts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty much black pocket. Okay, so tell me a little bit about you guys' podcast, which I love. We'll get there later. But tell me about the podcast. I got a, another side of you once I listen to that. Ooh, I'm pretty sure a lot of people got another side <laughs> of me when they listen to which it. Which is probably the same for me with this podcast, <laughs> but yeah. Definitely. Well... You know, I got to give all the thanks to Robert. He was the mastermind behind mm-hmm. it. Um, I met Robert close to two and a half to three years ago. Okay. Um, when um, at Offbeat they had a, a, what is it, a comic book club. Mm-hmm. And so they would meet um, once a month, kind of like a book club, mm-hmm. but we would pick something, read it, and kind of analyze it. And we met there and just kind of kicked, you know, shot the breeze and found out we was you know we really had a lot in common and so from that you know i knew of justin mm-hmm. but i didn't know him that close up until that point and so robert had the idea because he had been doing a lot with reality breach we should you know do our own and i don't know if that sergio planted the seed or whatnot mm-hmm. i just know that robert came to me and and ransberg and said Hey man, uh, y'all all have experiences, and we all love these certain things, man. Let's talk about it. I was like, cool, whatever. Yeah. I didn't know nothing about podcasting. I, the most that I did with any type of radio thing, funny enough, was in this building. Mm-hmm. Um, back when the auditorium was the restaurant here, mm-hmm. um, they had a radio station, well, an online radio station okay. going out of it. And so, I interned and helped pick um, uh, Mississippi artists that we kept playing, and it played within the um, the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And so that was it. So he was like, when he brought it to me, I was like, sure, I'm on board for it. Yeah. And um, it's been funny how how it turned out. I had no clue that yeah. I would be letting loose like that on the yeah. mic. Yeah. So. Do your parents listen at all? Do they know? <laughs> They've heard probably an episode okay, or two good. that I've earmarked. Yeah. <laughs> and I really haven't been pushing it at church like that. Yeah. Which is, but funny enough, I had a small group 
uh, meeting at my house last week and mentioned it. And I was like, oh, what is it? I was like, yo, don't listen to that R. Kelly yeah, episode. Listen, I, <laughs> yeah, I have, even me, sometimes people are like, oh, well, I didn't know. And I'm like, please don't listen to that trash. And I don't mean it as like my podcast is trash. It's just like, I can be trash sometimes. <laughs> and I don't want to always reveal. So it depends on the situation, but I forget sometimes I have when I rarely bring it up just because I never know mm-hmm. what I'm going to say. At a minimum, I've tried to minimize uh, cursing because I do send each episode to my parents, especially if I there's something and I'm like mom or dad and I shut them out, <laughs> specifically a grievance I've, I have maybe from my childhood. But um, yeah, so it was very interesting because I feel like me and you are kind of similar and when you see us in person, we're very quiet minding our business in the corner somewhere and then you listen to the podcast and you're like who's this person because (laughs) when they're at church they don't even say anything so Mm -hmm. i I thought the same thing about you (laughs) when i heard and yeah i did hear that episode i also want to talk about the black women episode which was Mm -hmm. a really really good episode um i think i heard i listened to it a few times but um and i want y'all to know in case y'all have not had a chance that you did say y'all went on record saying if we need Mm y'all that y'all have our back definitely and that y'all are willing to whip ass for us so mm-hmm. i just <laughs> i am going to exercise that right and compose a list of people for y'all to uh <laughs> beat up but i i really appreciate it and i've talked to robert about mm-hmm. it a bit it's just that being a black woman people assume because i'm kind of honest via this podcast or social media that i I mean, that, that's how I am, but I do hold back a lot and is part of not being, the assumption is if I'm honest, that that means I'm like angry, upset, and aggressive. So I have to be conscious of that with this podcast. And even when I post, and pe- the assumption is on Facebook that I, I am not, you know, I am very, but I still hold back a whole lot because of that. And I've heard that from, you know, like my professional life, even from this podcast, my perception on things. And it's like, even though it's my truth, Mm -hmm. you know, that's perceived as a negative thing. Like I can't express that at all. And I feel like, and I've told Robert before, I feel like men are not held to those same standards or anybody else in general compared to black women. So, you know, and I've told people before, even like in the workplace with my last employer that I had to be a certain weight because I'm not only representing black people, but I'm representing black women. I'm representing Jackson State. So it's like I have this burden on me, you know, and, you know, sometimes I accept more things than in reality. I'm usually, I would have limit, but it's like I have to think about you know my image so much which i'm working on this mm-hmm. has been a journey for me to kind of like undo a lot of that stuff and even y'all talked about hair color i'm like yeah. i would love to have blue or pink you know hair but it's a perception that because i'm a professional or like i'm a phd student i'm supposed to carry myself a certain way i look a certain way and stuff like that so i really appreciate y'all like saying that and discussing it because it's been something i've been actively working on even like uh with me making a comment about me being jaded. Well, my husband, and I've mm-hmm. said it several times, and I'm like, well, I can say it, and he can say it, because we know me, but you can't say it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. we're, we're not that cool. But even a perception, even, you know, his opinion of it is not, I don't think that's even correct, you know, it's my mm-hmm. husband. It's like, I'm not tripping whatever he says. Mm-hmm. Um, but even that my experiences is seeing as jaded you know it's kind of a problem too in itself but yeah, yeah. so i really like appreciate that and he told me about it and that they were interested like y'all were interested in exploring it a little bit more so i would 
encourage people to listen to that episode in general and listen to black women in general because we're tired you yeah, know? <laughs> yeah i i, I want to if nothing else like bring more awareness to it because it's something that people don't think about until you see stuff that happens in the news until you see it in some shape or form um, in your personal life around yeah. you like people that is affecting. And, that, and that's good that y'all just are sensitive to it because you can be people can be in that space and just never ever pick up on it whereas you know within the space we're in we have to keep abreast of everybody's things in addition to our own like we don't have the luxury of just being in a bubble you know and various bubbles exist but you know we gotta know how to maneuver our ways through it very true but I'm getting to a point where I'm just tired. I don't care. So, <laughs> which is which is fine. I think. Yeah. Uh, I think being able to, even that is sort of like a release, a release of, you know, you can only do what you can do, and you can only, you know, control certain things. Unfortunately, people yeah. have to see it for themselves in due time. So as long as you, you know, when it pops up, you say, "Hey, this is." The feeling. This is yeah. why I say this thing. And, and you know what? I'm even getting to a point where no explanation is mm. going to be a thing, and it's like you're just going to have to figure out things, and it is what it is. But I will. I know for me in my journey, it was largely influenced by my daughter. As soon as I knew I was knocked up, I knew I was knocked up with a daughter, and I knew I wanted to be more authentic because I want her to be authentic. So I don't want her mm. to see a fake mom and then expect her to be a well-rounded individual. So I said I have to get it right for myself first, so I can raise her. You know to be awesome so which she's she very, she's awesome she's already dope. <laughs> so. even though you tried to like turn her against me she's dope <laughs> like, hey, like, can I, <laughs> i'm just saying hey, to get that man <laughs> you know she is truly my ride or die really we fight but we also are like ride at too so yeah so um well what else do you discuss on your podcast a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it really depends. At one point in time, when we first started, we were like, oh, A, B, and C. We're yeah. like, we're going to go down these lists. Then sometimes it's like we have three or four episodes just called, um, I think it's Shooting the Breeze or just um, Talking-ish, something like that. Yeah. And it's just we came in with a thought. Mm-hmm. And we were like, hey, let's flesh this out. Yeah. Because it's really pressing. Like pretty much like – the, the black woman episode mm-hmm. was really like it was reflected of something that happened you know a situation yeah. with Robert's friend mm-hmm. and it was like look this is a perfect time so much stuff has been going on mm-hmm. let's, let's really highlight it yeah so um, it started out as Sorry Sorry, guys Melvin is distracted us It started out It's like anime comics uh, Local businesses Yeah um, And then a little bit of our experience As If not Jacksonians As you know adjacent Jacksonian adjacent And um, really it's it's Taking on more of a life than that Yeah that's good. I really want, if nothing else, if the only thing we were able to do on our podcast was just to give a platform to others, yeah, I think we've done our job. I think so, too. And I try to be a little bit more structured, um, even with this podcast. And sometimes, you know, we are, we aren't. But um, first of all, it's free content. So <laughs> you're not going to tell me what to do. 
<laughs> but uh, secondly is, yeah, you know, I, I like the flexibility of it as well, you know. Definitely. It's my podcast. I can do what I want. Yeah, and, and you know, the great <laughs> thing about podcasts are they're basically conversational-based and yeah. basically you know other people's opinion i think podcasts for me the reason i love them so much is the same way that i love like reviews yeah or watching like youtube um people take a topic and break it down right you know that's always interesting to see other people's perception yeah especially if it matches up with your own yeah yeah um or sheds a different light on something that you mm-hmm. wouldn't have saw before so yeah you know even if people were paying for it yeah the fact that you're running your ship and yeah. they, they're listening in it's like you're gonna get whatever yeah <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean so yeah that's always good cool so like what what does your future look like you're into a lot of things like <laughs> are you are you ever going to exercise those vocals on the mic oh my god so um inside i sung in the beginning of the black woman uh episode <laughs> I, you know, I've wanted to be on the men's choral for a minute, mm-hmm. but the fact that I'm like the only one that's doing the sound in the back, yeah, it's kind of held me back. So it's always like, I hear you, Jordan. I hear you tapping me, but who's gonna be back there, like yeah. making sure we sound good? Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to train somebody in my future at the church. Is train yeah. somebody so I can have some flexibility yeah. if I want to visit another church. Yeah. Get ideas, bring it back. Right. Um. In my future, as far as creatively, to get more music out there. Okay. To, you know, it's one thing to make beats and sell here or there to people. Yeah. It's another thing to say, there's too many creatives in Jackson now. Like, it's It's way too deep now. Like, this is the deepest it's ever been. Mm -hmm. It's too many just not to say, hey, let me, you know, what are y'all doing? Let's work together. Let's yeah. just do something. Yeah. And let's do that. So I'm, I'm looking to collab with people more often and okay. put out more music. Okay. Um, and then as, as far as professionally, um, I work for a nonprofit called Real Christian Foundation. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm still looking to work there, but I'm looking to try to you know, do a better job of pushing them so that more people know what we're actually doing. Okay. And um, if you don't know, it's, it's, it's a foundation that works with rural ministries throughout okay. Mississippi um, with technical training and small grants. Okay. So we were talking earlier about Little Mendenhall. Mm-hmm. Men, even though Mendenhall was like a blip on the screen, mm-hmm. the type of stuff that they were doing was so big that people came like organizations came from out of town mm-hmm. to see what is the model. Mm-hmm. I think it when I was talking about it, it was healthy, it got healthy enough to the point where uh, former um, President uh, George Bush, not George W., but mm-hmm. his father, named it one of his points of light, mm-hmm. like the 500 or so mm-hmm. point of light. And points of light were like organizations that were doing well that wasn't government funded. Okay. And so it was like, wow, this little place is pushing this out yeah people started coming down figuring out what they're doing taking mm-hmm. it back and replicating it okay and um kind of because of that um and because you know there was some other issues going on uh and and then time happens and so things kind of change how you get funding yeah but everybody's not that yeah and so what we do is we come alongside people that are doing good work and yeah. say you know uh are you a f- 
501 c three have you filled out your papers yeah. to be a nonprofit? How's your board looking? Yeah. What are you doing in terms of uh, funding? Yeah. From how are you pushing what you do within your towns and outside of your towns? How are you collaborating yeah. with other people? Those are the type of things we do. So. Can I ask you a question that's mm-hmm. random? Yeah. But relevant. Why does nobody sell fish plates out here? You know, as a as a way to raise money, like you know, especially like Lent season yeah. in New Orleans, like every school and every church is probably selling the fish <laughs> plate. And I'm like, why is nobody selling five dollar plates of know. fish and chicken out here? I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes they 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 still do the car washes, which I don't understand, but yeah. they they fell back on the fish plates. Hey, yeah. Note Let's, the churches. We gotta get back to it, man. Fish plates, twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get back to it. Man. Yeah, that used to be like, like I said, especially particular for Lent, which is weird. Lent in New Orleans because mm-hmm. Lent does not include. So you go without meat, but it does not include seafood. So I always ask people that when they go on fast and they're like, "No meat." I'm like, "Do you mean no meat and no seafood, or no meat?" Mm-hmm. And they're like. Well, seafood is meat, but out there is not. So we would have fish on Fridays during Lent. Hmm. So I hadn't talked about, I, I hadn't given up anything yet. I'm not Catholic, but culturally it's something the city does. Mm-hmm. So I hadn't given up. The only thing I thought about giving up is most of the people I follow on Facebook. I did post that I'm giving up most of them. <laughs> Tired of seeing y'all crap on Facebook. Wow. But outside of that, <laughs> I hadn't thought seriously about what I'm going to give up. Or maybe do mm-hmm. um, during Lent. So I don't know. I'll think about it. I might give up sweets. Yeah. I did that for the Daniel Fest. I gave up sweets and meat. And I was doing well. Yeah, it's not bad, isn't it? I mean, I go through periods of time where I have, like, a vegan-like diet, and I can easily pass two months, and it won't be hard. And then, I don't know, then I get busy or something, (laughs) and I don't realize the bad diet I roll back into. Like, I hadn't had much alcohol this year at all, but I'm drinking a Coke because that's the closest thing to alcohol. (laughs) Shout out to you. That I also have to give up. I gave it up, you know, January, but boy... Yeah. Came back around. I was like, hey. Yeah, I was talking to a friend. She was like, oh, and you went down there for my grind and didn't drink. Well, because it's me and my kid. Like, I yeah, didn't yeah. want to. Although we were in bars, but I you would know. Not look, <laughs> I mean, this is a side. Personally, like, I'm trying to be as coherent as I could possibly be. Well, I, I don't think which. It ain't even just out there, but I mean, just anywhere that there's a mass amount of people yeah. drinking, I'm trying to be the most cognizant. Well, you know what? You, you're right, but. One thing we did do, like I told people, like a lot of people, obviously, you know, for obvious reasons, they were like, oh, well, you, y'all going to have to be safe because we've been hearing a lot of stuff that's been going on. Where for me, I'm like, I'm going to do something more of a local thing and then like mm-hmm. be with my family because it's an actual holiday. I'm not going to necessarily be out there with the masses. Maybe next year I might be, mm-hmm. but if I do, then we'll have my husband with me. But since it was me and homegirl, yeah. we're like, we trying to get in, get out. We ain't trying to be in no traffic. We ain't trying to be around drama. So it was her very first time. She's like, what is all this noise? There's drunk people. Like, <laughs> you know, so so we were trading, trading very lightly anyway. But um yeah, alcohol actually makes me really happy. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, just, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we'll pivot a little bit. Uh, I usually ask transplants for advice or recommendations for us, things to do, places to go, mm-hmm. or whatever. You've been familiar really with Jackson all of your life. So, mm-hmm. what do you have for some people who are. Um, new to Jackson, been in Jackson for a while, but they're boring, or people who are interested mm-hmm. in visiting. 
Good question. Because uh, my experience, a lot of stuff has kind of shifted over yeah. time. Um, I still say if you really want to get involved with something, just research. Like, what what do you want to do while yeah. you're in Jackson? Because there's legit... Nine, t- nine times out of ten, there'll be a place that kind of fits your bill. Yeah. You might not want to party hard, young people style, but yeah. if you want to party more older crowd, yeah. you know, we have a couple lounges, um, more and more popping up. You know what me and Achilles said, and he might be embarrassed. Let me tell y'all something. Achilles is a totally different person than people think he is. I just really? Said that. Uh, <laughs> but we want to find a juke joint like place or experience mm-hmm. somewhere that sells catfish but then we can grind on a dance floor as well hmm. so we want to find like a cat daddy bar to go to <laughs> hmm. we want to leave the kid home yeah. and we're gonna go somewhere where they play blues Man. and eat like some catfish drink crown first of all neither one of us drink crown but you know this is the place this is what i'm thinking about in my head <laughs> and then get on the dance floor and like Grinds like blues or whatever. Yeah. So we're looking for that place. Gotcha. <laughs> trying to Sorry, find husband. You trying to find it in the jacket? Yeah, yeah. So Ooh, um, that's rough. I know yeah. that. You know that those are. Those, I know F Jones. Yeah, F Jones is gonna be a place we need to go to, yeah. and we need to find somewhere like a hole in wall. I feel like there is a Melvin. Place like that. Do you know a place like that? Were you listening to us or are you texting? He wasn't listening. I said I wanted to go to a place where they serve catfish, crown, and then me and the Achilles, after we eat our catfish and drink our crown, which we're not going to drink because neither one of us drink crown, or Hennessy or something like that, and then we, like, grind on the dance floor to blues music. A cat that Sylvia. Oh, it's, okay, bring your own crown, B-Y-O-C, and then we can grind to blues music afterwards. Okay. I hope future employers or anybody doesn't listen to this episode. I mean, they probably. We're married. I've been grinding so. this fine, right? That's, That's fine. what married people do. Yeah, it's in the Bible. <laughs> you said be fruitful and multiply. Have you know, no, we don't want to. We don't want to multiply. <laughs> the Solomon's out here wilding. So I mean, it's the Sylvia's. Where's Sylvia's? I've never. I feel like I have, but I haven't heard of Sylvia. I feel like every city has a Sylvia's. That's also my aunt name. Hello, mm. Sylvia. Where's Sylvia's, Melvin? Mega Evers. Mega Evers. That's definitely, I feel like Mega Evers is definitely a place where you do that. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to report back once we find this place. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, like I said, going back to it, I feel like there's, if there's a vibe that you want to feel, like the city has it. If there's some type of, you know, if you have a taste for a certain thing, there's a place here yeah. where you can kind of get. If you don't get a hundred percent that, you're gonna at least get a feeling of that. Yeah. And um, man, shout shout out uh, uh what's what's the uh Jamaica spot off uh Terry? Godfrey's. Godfrey's. Yes. What? Listen, I I was hey. just thinking in my head that I need to call a friend. I don't know if we can make it happen, but I want to have lunch there tomorrow because I missed lunch <laughs> with Melvin and some other friends mm-hmm. a couple of Fridays ago, and I've literally, first of all, it's my suggestion. I think that we eat. Th- was it my suggestion that we eat there? 
or yeah it was and i missed it so i've been literally thinking about godfrey since then i hadn't had the jerk chicken in so long but yeah and i've told people before they need to go and for the scariest i'm like it's around the interstate like call it in pick it up run in and run back out (laughs) i mean but no it's 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 so much more chill than most people think i like it so that music be too damn loud though have you ever been there where they had the music blasting i'm like can y'all turn this down please i can't hear myself eating (laughs) that's funny but it's good music you you just mentioned something about the scares i want everybody to understand listen to me y'all have probably said this before like, don't overblow the a, a danger of any city. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've heard people from Simpson County. I've heard people, you know, my I've heard my mom say this a whole lot. Just be careful out there. I'm like, yeah, it's danger everywhere. You it know what I mean? It is danger everywhere. So it's like, but it's like, you get all these good places and you'll miss out if you don't step out on faith. You know what I mean? And... To not go to Godfrey, I've heard people talk about Terry Road. I'm like, fam, it's, it's much different than what you think. Yeah. It's like right there. Right and they, there. They, they got an exercise facility next to it. Like, yeah. come on. Stop. And it is worth it. It's really, mm-hmm. really good food. It's a mixed environment, so you don't have to be scared yeah. about being <laughs> yeah, like the only white person there. Like, it's, it's Maybe, uh, everybody. Every, look, everybody like, be so, there. To me, that's gonna be like the new flagship restaurant of Jackson. I feel like I might get in trouble for saying that, you know. But I think it will be. It's such a it's creative because it's like fusing like Caribbean or Jamaican food with like Southern food because it's like you get jerk chicken, chicken, but you can also get like greens and mac and cheese and cornbread with it. Definitely. And yeah, now because of them, I'm like eating greens. Somebody told me the best greens were there. Anyway, I've only been eating greens for less than a year. Don't at me. But somebody said <laughs> theirs is the best in the city. But um yeah, so I that's like my favorite restaurant right now. Definitely. Yeah. Um, okay, so so in past episodes I've been featuring local artists. So we're gonna feature your music towards the end of this episode. Um do you have anything else for these shady individuals before we wrap? <laughs> man, all I can say is, uh, man, support support the local businesses, yep. support these podcasts, because there's some great podcasts yep. out here, this being one of them. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Uh, it's starting to become hard to keep up with all of the podcasts that's out here. You know? And let me tell you guys, I'm not, like, trying to do it intentionally, but usually, like, when I'm online, like, I post something just to start mess, or, like, I'm <laughs> checking messages and I check out. So, like, I literally don't know everything that's going on, like, for as events, all the podcasts that exist, but there's starting to be more and more of them. <laughs> so, yeah, just support everything local. Definitely. Or else, that's a threat. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you saying it as a joke. I mean, no, you don't it's support okay. it, it's yeah. gonna go away. Yeah. Oh. Oh. It's time to get it. It was that. Yeah. <laughs> Melvin, what's going on with you today? <laughs> this has been a week. Oh, yeah. Man. So, where can everyone follow you? Of course, we're gonna include this in our show notes. But yeah. 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 Like- if you wanna follow my musings. Um, I'm on all, well, no, I'm on 
Instagram and Twitter mm-hmm. at Dunshay Did It D O N C H E D I D I T. And um, on Facebook, my government is Ryan Weary. Mm-hmm. You can follow me. Oh, you like the you would like to people follow you on your it's, personal it's, page? It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm not saying nothing out of the way, so you can follow me. I Only am. place don't be surprised. Black Pocket, <laughs> and you can check out the Black Pocket podcast. Uh, don't listen to the R Kelly episode. Please listen. <laughs> it was, was a good. Uh, it was a good read. It was good. It was yeah. just look that <laughs> so Y'all was one pissed. of the genesis. Yeah, one of, <laughs> one of the things that we did in the beginning, we don't do as much, mm-hmm. but we would take a couple shots and then start talking. Yeah, that night we took a few shots, but they were like double shots. Yeah, maybe we should do that over here. We have had. I think the only time we've like had alcohol before the episodes was like last Mardi Gras season. Mm-hmm. Like we had like a couple of bottles of wine and king cakes. So it was like sugar on sugar, and Ooh. it was a lot. It was fun though. <laughs> <That's what's up. laughs> but yeah, our budget is different this year because we don't have a budget. We never have. So uh, hey. yeah, so here you bring your own snacks and drinks. King cake. I ain't had a king cake in a couple yeah, years. Yeah, and, and as I've been, a real one. Like I wanted order one. Let's. Yeah, and as I've stated uh, several times, although king cake season's over, I just want to say this for the final time until next year. Mm-hmm. Um, king cake does not exist in Jackson. So now it's snowball oh, yeah. season. I mean that's true. <laughs> now it's snowball season. Now I get to talk about the dry snowballs y'all have out here. Ah. I don't care which your favorite snowball place is. They dry and it sucks. But anyway, yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't even just, I can't even deflect. Like, yeah. well, once upon a time, like even in Minahaw right now, the place where we used to get our snow cones, mm-hmm. that, like it still exists. They never knock down the okay. joint. It's just there. It's a relic now. I thought about like somebody doing like a music video in front of it at oh, this point. Oh, okay. But it used to be like slapping. Okay. But now, you know, I feel like getting in the mood. It's like snow biz, and I have to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. It like being a meh. Yeah, right. it is. I, I am. I apologize if it offends you. You've been going mm-hmm. there since your childhood, but it sucks. <laughs> it is what it is. Hey. So now I get to pivot from complaining about King Kate to complaining about dry as snowballs. So mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, uh, so you guys can follow me at Jackson Transplant, Jackson, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I also have my newsletter link in the show notes, and I occasionally post it on Facebook and Twitter, and I think it's also in my bio on Instagram. Um, shout out to 242 Korea for recording this podcast, for Small yes. World Studio, for the music and the equipment. And yeah, I think that is it. So, yeah, I will talk to you here this next week. Bye.